0: hype he's fucking hype aka the shane barton oh
1: so with us is the rambling man russell hey yo dave how you doing i'm doing great buddy how are you i'm good hey yo shane how you doing
2: i'm all right
0: good hey yo mike how you doing i'm all right <laughs> that means Mike's doing great, that's what that means, aka Russell Mania. Oh, yeah, uh, Russell ruined the surprise, but Mike's here.
3: I'm, I'm here, yay,
0: train wreck Mike.
2: Uh, yeah, train
0: wrecks. I don't, don't
3: want to get you singing Hawthorne Heights again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Was there another train wreck in Ohio?
3: Don't 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 jinx it. <laughs> I, did, I, didn't,
2: I didn't do anything. AKA Thanksgiving, Mike. <laughs> I can't make it on
0: <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Need to put a sign here: No Hawthorne Heights
2: allowed. Hey there. <laughs> I know it's hard. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. They had a new record come out uh, a few they months did? ago. Yeah. Huh. One of the songs was actually pretty heavy. Mm.
3: Huh. I guess you know, you get the elder emos that need something other than just wearing bands.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think I think they like the turnstile band too, right? Isn't that? Turnstile.
3: Mm, they're okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is the DQP Weekly. Mm-hmm. We talk about news, mm-hmm. movie, movie news. Mm-hmm. Talk about some stuff, mm-hmm. and some things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This is a weird episode already, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Green <laughs> rise to the top. Oh yeah.
0: And mushroom man's here. <laughs> Yeah, we talk about stuff. Yes, we do. Uh, I missed you guys. Missed you too, buddy. Yeah, I wasn't here last week. No, I had to poop a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Right? Yeah. Right?
2: I had to poop before this episode. <laughs> yeah, I did. You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Welcome to Shitcast.
0: Oh, can we have a Shitcast? <laughs> I feel like that would really get our numbers up. We talk about <laughs> shit more.
2: We'll at least be number two. Oh! <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Mike, are you glad you, you rode with me? <laughs> to this. Take time out of your busy schedule for this.
2: Yeah. Uh first up though, we have gifts? Gifts. We yeah. got more gifts. We got more stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, stuff uh, last And we have too. like
2: clarifications on stuff. Yeah. So, this week, I am talking to you guys via a uh, new microphone that we got. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Jesus Christ microphone? No. Bill from Indy used all of his cash back on his Amazon card to get us a new microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not all of guy. it. He fucking uses Amazon so much. He's had Amazon Prime, like, longer than I've been alive. That's not true, but... um. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Yeah, thanks, Bill. You yeah, kick thanks. ass, button. It looks neat. It uh, is neat. It is neat. It's super neat. And then uh, we found out who got us the other stuff. Yeah, it's Canada, <laughs> Paul. Thanks, Paul. And there was thanks, Paul. A- <laughs> there was an accident, so he he bought us he bought he bought us the uh the the arm and the uh, the Nakatomi Advent calendar, and um, <laughs> we didn't have our address on the on the uh, Amazon wish list. Yeah, so he talked to Bill from Indy. He was like, "Hey, what's Shane's address?" <laughs> and he put put my address in into his Amazon, and then forgot that he did that, and that's how we got the bag of dog food. <laughs> <laughs> diesel loved it thank you Paul. it was a gift for diesel it was a gift for, gift for diesel he was like yeah well that's supposed to be for my dog it didn't show up and then i was like oh fuck no his dog's hungry
1: yeah 17 dollars accidental joke
2: yep it was great though it's pretty funny
1: it's good stuff. I
2: was hoping because I call you the
0: Shane dog. That's what I was hoping.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We thought it it, it works out better that way. We'll just edit this part out. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> thanks Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys want to help us out we have an Amazon wish list. It's in the show notes. Uh, we appreciate everything you guys do for us. Yeah. Thank you. Likes and everything and buying us stuff and doing the Patreons. Yes. Very much, thanks. But yeah, that does it for gifts. Actually, I I think somebody gave us...
1: Didn't somebody give us uh, some Facebook stars? Yes, we did actually receive some Facebook stars, too. Uh, Shout out to Chris for shooting us 100 stars on a video that we posted. Nice. Cool. We appreciate you.
0: What's a star?
1: A star is worth money in Facebook land.
0: Oh, okay. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Magic Facebook land.
1: Yeah, people yeah. buy stars and then they give them to people for their posts. Oh, okay, it is, it, it, it's an okay way. Like, it, it's a decent way to support people. Um, but sharing is sharing, and like helping us gather followers is also a very helpful way. Hmm. Um, so there's a couple different options there for you guys to help support us. Uh, yeah. you know, finding our Facebook page. Uh, We'll take all the stars you want to give us. Uh, And then also if you want to share some stuff, much appreciated.
0: I would love a star.
1: Gold star, buddy.
0: Oh, thanks. (laughs) Uh, After gifts, which is weird to say, (laughs) Uh,
1: we have headlines. All right. Up first on headlines. Martin Scorsese's new movie, Killers of the Flower Moon, stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and Lily Gladstone. Killers of the Flower Moon was originally set for an October 6th limited release, Mm. but plans for a limited release have been scrapped. And the movie will now have an initial global release on October 20th, with a streaming release for Apple TV currently undeclared. While nothing has been directly said on why the limited release has been scrapped, it can be assumed that the strike will still be in effect in the weeks leading up to the release, so the cast will be unable to promote the film or attend any press junkets. Mm. Studios seem to be grasping at releasable content and extending life cycles of current content. Pushing the movie to a global release will allow for more non-actor-supported promotion materials. And it is believed to be the reason behind the studio's intentions for scrapping the limited release model for the film. Huh. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're just doing whatever they can to continue to make bank while they're not making any content. Yeah. Is this movie about space mafia? Uh... (laughs) I don't think so. Dude, you're just gonna make me think about Starfield, and then I'm not gonna be able to talk about anything else. Well, I figured it's a Scorsese
0: movie, right? Yeah. And then it's about planet or something in space. You know, he only does like gangster movies. Yeah.
1: Gangster space movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Huh. Like,
2: hey, we're in space. <laughs> That's not what the movie
0: says.
1: Is, is it tomorrow night yet? <laughs> we're almost there god damn it by the time this releases shane will be playing starfield Uh, he will not be here next week
2: (laughs) oh i can do stuff i gotta figure out how i'm gonna continue to paint stuff
4: Do both i need more hours in the day
1: amen we need less working hours on our schedule you mean Yeah.
2: I was going to say, I know how to do it. Quit my job. Quit your job. (laughs) Sounds good. Become a bum. But bums don't have like power and internet. And like some bums do. Yeah. Power bums. Power bums.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like power (laughs) bottoms. Yeah. All right, up next on Headlines. Jesus. I tried.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Try to stop that.
2: <laughs>
1: we got there eventually. <laughs> Writer David Ayer, you might know the name, but you know the work from U- U571 Training Day, End of Watch, Fury, and Suicide Squad. Well, Ayer also wrote the screenplay for the original Fast and the Furious movie. David appeared on John Bernthal's podcast, Real Ones, to discuss the harrowing fact that he has absolutely nothing to show for kickstarting the $7 billion Fast and the Furious franchise. Because that's just how the structure in Hollywood works. But still, a fact that haunts him nonetheless. When originally presented with the script, the Fast and the Furious was originally about four white Italians in New York City. And I assume... Most of everyone has seen the original film, so you know that isn't the film at all. (laughs) Ayer did almost an entire rewrite on the script, preparing it for pre-production, and receives no residuals from the franchise. Ayer said the tension he's experienced with Hollywood executives, which also extended to his struggle to control 2016's Suicide Squad, led him to prioritize creative freedom in his projects. He went on to say, fuck all the middlemen, right? I get it. It's up to me. I got a self-rescue, right? Airset on the real ones. I can fucking whine about getting shot at and all the rounds I've taken over my career. I've got to self-rescue and I've got to create an ecology where it's safe for me to be creative and that's it. And that's what I'm doing now.
2: Yeah, but he also like complained about not getting the uh the DCEU like general direct direction gig because of other people fucking with uh suicide squad
1: yeah yeah that's that's that was what he had talked about with the the struggle to control 2016 suicide squad was uh he kind of got basically the movie received poor attention and it kind of like screwed him out of like being able to like move into any sort of creative decision with the dcu yeah but just a little bit of insight into the strike and like why it's important
2: well yeah i mean we've talked about this ad nauseum right like studio interference with stuff and then ending up making things worse but sometimes it makes it better we've had a couple times where it was like oh yeah that would have been a movie but not one that i want to watch yeah. Not usually, usually it's the other way around. Like, I want to see the movie that he's talking about, but yeah. um, sometimes they, they know what they're talking about, but, you know, Broken Clock is right twice a day, so. Yep.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what I had. Mm-hmm. Thought there'd be more. <laughs>
1: yeah, sure. All right, up next on headlines. Yep. Uh, Republican presidential candidate and pharmaceutical millionaire Vivek Ramez Whammy, I don't know this, how to say this guy's last name, uh, has been hit with a cease and desist from Marshall Mathers, also known as Eminem, after performing a blasphemous version of Lose Yourself at the mm-hmm. Iowa State Fair earlier this month. That is a mouthful vivek known for his god is real and only two genders sentiments shares a name with a gender fluid warrior poet god from elder scrolls morrowind (laughs) but possesses none of the elder god's talents as displayed in the video you can find on youtube so he actually performed it yeah he did like a sing-along okay yeah it's dumb Uh, Vivek initially got rights from BMI to use Eminem's music during his campaign trail, but since the discovery, Eminem will be rescinding the right to use. How disconnected are Republicans with media that one would choose to use one of their primary antagonists, Art, to try to connect with a group who has actively despised anything Eminem has done?
4: Mm. That's
2: fair. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting that VMI gave them the rights. So I was wondering about that. Uh I'd seen the headline, but I didn't know if uh cuz I've seen I've seen other people like be like, "Oh, don't use that because we don't like you." Yeah. Or we don't agree with your politics or whatever. Yeah. Um and I I didn't really know if they had like gone to the trouble of getting the rights or if they were just using it cuz they never really talked about that before. But, like, you know, he was getting paid probably not a lot, but sinks make money. Right. You know, and that's a sink, so. uh,
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I, I and I also don't know if he just, like, filled out the paperwork and, like, sent it in. And they were like, oh, okay. And
4: well, then, I mean, you
1: pay for it. Well, yeah, but, I mean, like, I don't know that it was, like. Basically, I don't know if it was, like, a phone conversation or if he just, like, got online and was, like, right to use and, like, went to BMI and, like, filled out the paperwork and sent it in without anyone really looking at it or who he was. I imagine there's some kind of conversation there. Yeah.
2: Because, like, especially with somebody that has a higher profile like Eminem, they're not like, dude, this is this is what you got, so fucking sign it. And Yeah move on. Because, you know, you're not getting any other syncs. Like, there's probably a lot of people interested in using Eminem's music. You know? Yeah. And I'm not sure. He seems like a person that would be, like, interested in knowing about who's using his music, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I imagine there's some people that are like, just fucking talk to my manager. If it's more, if it's enough money, I'll do it. Or whatever. Yeah. So then they never hear about it. Yeah. But then there's stuff like, You know, like, uh, there was a big hubbub about Ragnarok because they used, uh, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And Zeppelin was notorious for not letting people use their music for stuff. They would ask them, but they, they either, they either always talked to the artist or they had some kind of like thing where it was like, you have to ask us before you use it or in their contract or we, you know, you can't just do it. You yeah. have to ask us. Right. So I don't know how that works exactly. If like it's the default is to ask the artist or their management or if the default is to like automatically do it if it's over a certain, you know, because they, they, they just like put a number on it. They're like, you can do it for 10,000. I don't care who you, what your name is or what you're using it for. Yeah. You know, if that's the default or if the default is you have to talk to their
1: management or the artist. I feel like
0: I want to see this guy badly
1: rap, though. You can find it on Mm -hmm. YouTube. Uh, That was actually. So, from my understanding, that was how uh, Eminem found out he was using it was through the video that got posted. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. And then he was like, here's a cease and desist letter, and I'm going to rescind those rights to use. I I I can't
2: imagine that it's good. (laughs) Somebody knew that he was using it, but whether or not it was you know, somebody that actually, like, cares who uses it. Yeah. Is is the question. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why, I, that's why I think he just, like, filed the paperwork with BMI for a just a regular right to use. Yeah, I'm saying I don't think that's how that works.
2: I don't think you just, like, file paperwork and then they're like, yeah, okay. I think you, like, have to
1: talk to somebody. But... I mean, there is paperwork. But... Yeah. Oh, no, you can get on the BMI Website and file rights to use paperwork for or uh, I don't know if it's the BMI website, but all these production studios that have all these artists, uh-huh. like you can get on their like whatever their home site is and like file right to use paperwork to use the songs. So like if I was like, because some stuff, any like public setting, yeah. you have to have a right to use license for the music. Yeah. So that's what I think that's what he did. Like, cause he's not like redistributing it or anything like that. Sure. He was just using it for his campaign trail. So it's like Mm -hmm. Walmart filing the paperwork to get, like, to be able to create playlists and play songs in their stores. Sure. So I think, I think that's what he did. And that's why no one really knew what was going on until there were videos uploaded. I feel like someone knew whether or not that was anybody important. Yeah, I mean, someone might have. Like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, but, but I don't know. I'm not exactly sure how it works.
0: <clears throat> that's just weird, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mostly thought it was fucking hilarious. Because, <laughs> uh, like, what? Like, a Republican presidential candidate is going to use Eminem's music? Yeah. I, like, I mean, that's <laughs> happened before. There was somebody else that was, like... uh Uh,
2: fucking Trump. I think was using. Uh, we're not gonna take it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And it was like, was it D. Snyder? Like, yeah, D. Snyder was like, no, 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 (laughs) no. D. Snyder was like, absolutely fucking not. I mean, he used it for
2: a while, like before they knew about it. So, (laughs) yeah, it might be that like just some intern is like filing this paperwork, and they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's
0: fine.
3: Good, yeah. you know, a guy Did that's everybody's saw- for. Yeah, this is being all signed in court over his music, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Similar sentiments. Oliver Anthony was an overnight sensation with a country folk hit titled "Richmond North of Richmond." <laughs> the <laughs> song topped the Billboard's Hot 100 and was recently used at a GOP debate. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Since its use, Oliver Anthony has made a few statements. Some conservatives have praised the song's critique of big government, and some liberals feel the song promotes negative stereotypes of welfare recipients. In a video, Anthony clarified that the song has nothing to do with Joe Biden specifically, and the artist feels that both conservatives and liberals are misinterpreting his song. Anthony has expressed dissatisfaction with its political weaponization. Oliver Anthony states that the song comments on inefficiencies in the government due to corrupt politicians and reaffirmed his dedication to making music that represents people, not politics. So when I said his name. Everyone was like, "Oh yeah. So <laughs> we're all, everyone at the table is aware of this, uh-huh. this overnight sensation thing that happened.
3: Nope. Uh, well, sometimes you got to put the VHS away and get on your phone and look at a video. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, he prob- I'm not <laughs> going to do that. He probably saw a guy that sort of looked like you after, with like, <laughs> with, with a little hair and playing an acoustic and was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I see that all the time. <laughs> In the forest, he was just like, nah,
1: nah.
0: Wait, I think I saw a clip of that. Think
1: about so, uh, yeah, so Oliver had uploaded, like, a seven-minute video talking about basically kind of like his life on YouTube, and then mm-hmm. a couple days later... Uh, uploaded a song uh, a, a video of him playing acoustic and singing a song and put this and coordinated that release on Spotify and everything um, and in less than 24 hours he was on the billboards hot 100 hmm. for streaming um, so literally an overnight sensation like it's fucking crazy that this happened. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, huh. and then the GOP was immediately like, oh, country music! Mm-hmm. And, like, I do kind of, there is a line in there that is kind of, like, degrading to welfare recipients. Um, but it's not, it's not, like, overbearing. And, I mean, that to some degree, any system is going to get taken advantage of. So, but compared to the rest of the song like it is a very interesting song and it's very interesting that it's like blown up the way it has being a country folk hit especially immediately after all the jason aldean uh drama
2: town
0: i know i know about that one know about that
2: yeah, yeah. well yeah. i mean it's not it's a it's a different vibe than the jason song. try yeah. that in a small town of macon georgia it's a real country song is what you mean uh, no that's not what i mean but yes that too but uh i like that Coulter wall guy he's
0: a country guy
4: yep. i don't know that guy
0: he does actual
3: country yep that's all i had sorry I was, I'll, I'll quit He's a singer too. <laughs> nope. We're not. I don't think we're going to name them all. <laughs>
1: we might. Wow. Uh, so I also like that Oliver immediately pretty much came out and was like, "Hey, like before this get before I get like too far associated with one side of things, yeah. I want to like clarify some things." Yeah, and provided actual clarifications.
3: He seems like a pretty cool, like level-headed dude, and, like. All these record labels immediately started like bombarding him, and he's like, I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to do arenas and like have to work with record labels. And he's like, I enjoy doing my own thing. He's like living out in the woods, Mm -hmm. like on his own, like fixing up an old house and yeah just like him and a dog and he's like yeah I'm good with this
0: <laughs> that sounds like the fucking dream and not man. all this
3: <laughs> other bullshit yeah but it was pretty wild seeing his video being played on the uh, debate and they're just like why do you think this is the number one song in the country right now maybe cause everything sucks <laughs> yeah
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you guys all suck <laughs> And then he was like, I saw that they put that on there and all those candidates tried to act like um, that I'm one of them. And he's like, I am not. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, those people are not your friend. They're not my friend. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like this guy.
3: Yeah. I do too.
4: All right. And
1: last up on headlines, I got a list of delays. Oh, great. Fun. Uh Dune 2 was delayed from November of 2023 to March of 2024. Mm. Super sad about that. That's uh, right. Which in turn pushed Godzilla x Kong from March 2024 to April
0: 2024. No, I didn't know that was happening and now I'm bummed. <laughs> <laughs> At least this only, only one a month. month. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> true, but I'm still <laughs> bummed. I love me some Godzilla and King Kong.
1: Uh also, the Lord of the Rings, the War
4: of Roheim Rohan
1: Rohirrim? But I don't know sure, a, I don't know I don't either uh, but it's been delayed from april of twenty twenty four to december of twenty twenty four What
2: the fuck even is that?
1: yeah, uh it's the uh, Lord of the Rings movie um what movie? okay, they already had those. We also already had Star
0: Wars. <laughs> That's true.
3: <laughs> like anything can happen. Mm. Space. Yeah. Ah, love,
1: love space. <laughs> love a space. And then my last announced delay is Sony has yet to provide a date for the third animated installment of the Miles Morales Spider-Man movie Beyond the Spider Verse. Uh, it's original. It was originally scheduled for a March 2024 release date, but. No news on its delayed date. I still haven't seen the second one yet.
3: Me neither.
2: Yeah, so there was a bunch of stuff about that when it came out that uh, there was ton of crunch and stuff, and like none of the people that were involved were super happy about having completed it or yeah. looking forward to mm-hmm. working on the next one and stuff like that. Yeah, and this was like right before the the. the uh, Strike and stuff. Yeah. It's interesting. And it was only going to be... It was going to be, what, like eight months? Yeah, they did. They wanted a quick turnaround on the next one. Yeah. It's like,
0: no, mm, well, not anymore. <laughs> well...
1: Yeah, so I, I for that, I don't wonder if the strike is just a guise for like, oh, we knew this wasn't going to get done anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I mean, and a lot of that is probably visual effects artists. So like, mm. then you've got the disney's uh visual effects department is about to unionize um and i imagine like whoever warner brothers uses if they don't use like a third party then if they have in-house then they might unionize but then they'll just cancel all their uh their stuff and then sony i don't know what's going on with sony like if they use third party or if they have an in-house and if they decide to
1: unionize what they're gonna do Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for a little bit, Sony was still using uh, Industrial Light and Magic. Yeah, I'm not sure who did
2: um, the Spider-Man movie.
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean, it wasn't Industrial Light and Magic, but... (laughs) Yeah. uh, I I don't know who did it. So I don't don't know
2: what Sony's deal is. I don't know. We'll find out, I imagine. (laughs) Yep. When the visual effects... (laughs) Teams
1: unionize and also go on strike.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> everyone strike. Uh, slowly but surely, the like all of Hollywood's gonna be on strike, except for the executives. Yeah, and then they're gonna strike and the then, strike. Yeah, they're gonna be like, what happened?
3: Give ourselves another bonus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys worked really hard through that strike. Uh, all these CEOs were so stressed out during like not getting their. Wages and bonuses and stuff. So we're gonna give all the CEOs a hundred billion dollars. <laughs>
0: they only could use one
1: by one airplane during this. <laughs> that guy was Brutal. so stressed out. He was fucking his secretary and got a divorce. <sighs> you just gotta feel bad. <laughs> he only did two grams of coke a day. <laughs> Is that a lot? I don't even
0: know. I don't, I don't know. I just said a number.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna confirm or deny if that's a lot. Oh, that I mean, still makes me sound man. like an user. Mean, yeah,
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: That, that sounds f- worse. <laughs>
2: then you go get your nose looked at. You sure it doesn't collapse. Ooh. Oh, dude, that suck. Oh, man. It looks terrible. It looks like it's a terrible thing to go through. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a good time. Uh, no, it doesn't sound fun. I've seen a lot of videos where it's like somebody's like, yeah, I stopped using like a couple months ago. And then it's like, a month later. Uh oh. <laughs> well, one side of my nose started collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> Oops.
1: Well that's all I got for headlines. Headlines.
4: Yeah. What do we got next? Um recommendations.
2: Do we have anything to recommend? Do you want to talk
3: about Ben and the High Castle? Oh, am I the only one that had something? Yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: Well, Russell has a do not recommend, but I do have a do not recommend.
3: If you don't want to, I could just skip to the do. I bar. started watching this show called Man in the High Castle on Amazon Prime. It's a uh, alternate history of, um, I think it's like nineteen sixties ish, um, America, if Germany had won World War Two, Germany and uh, Japan. Mm have mm. taken over the US split um Japan has the uh west coast and uh the Nazis have the east coast um it seems it looks like it's split between like the Rocky Mountains being like a neutral zone in between uh both of them and like the main characters one is Living in I think California, somewhere in California, under Japanese rule, the other one is um like you- you can't tell if he's working for the Nazis, if he's against the Nazis, yeah, but he's from New York mm-hmm. and like it's very unclear like where he stands. I've only watched two or three episodes yeah because they're like an hour long um each but really interesting i've been uh listening to 1984 on uh audio book so i've been into that i've been into learning a lot of stuff about uh, north korea (laughs) lately and uh just uh dictators in general and uh, tyrannical governments. I don't know. On like a weird existential doom. It's just like really interesting for some reason. Kick. To be like, oh, how did this guy like fuck a whole country over? (laughs) 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 How about this guy? There's um, not to just go off on recommending all kinds of shit, but uh, on Netflix, there's a show posted by uh, Peter Dinklage or narrated, um, called "How to Be a Tyrant." Oh yeah! And each episode is about a different uh, tyrant yeah. dictator. Oh uh, shit! That was
1: that was a lot of fun. Like fun, fun.
3: Yeah, it was interesting.
0: <laughs> Mike, are you trying to be a tyrant?
1: <laughs> no, I just I just want to know about them. They're just like, trying to figure out how to identify one.
0: Yeah, that, I mean that that's smart. Yeah, we need to we you need know, know
1: that.
3: Got an election <laughs> coming up soon. Oh, we do?
1: If if they're behind a podium and have a microphone, they're probably a dictator. Right. This is just a table, right? This, yeah, is this isn't a podium. Is definitely not a podium. Right. <laughs> yeah, this is a table. Okay.
3: It's like they tend to be, or well, they are uh, very narcissistic and uh, don't, uh, I don't know, they're not very self-aware. And
4: yeah. Um, like very an outspoken and
3: never reminded me of someone. Mm-hmm. So, like oh, a few someone's maybe. It's like how? <laughs> you no, know, how do these people get people to love them and blindly follow them? And yeah, it's wild. wild. Yeah. North Thanks Korea for supporting our Patreon, up everyone. Bad shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: I don't think we're tyrants, are we?
3: No. Wow. We a tyrant? I mean, as long as we don't bring up China, we're, we'll be all right, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't talk about China.
0: I try not to. That's not true. I love China. Like the food. Mm. That's about it.
3: <laughs> Jackie Chan. The movie. Uh-huh. Food and Jackie Chan. Right. That's it. <laughs> Uh,
2: do you know that he did the voice acting for the Chinese version of Mulan for the um, the like main guy? I can't remember what his name is. The like leader? No, I didn't know he did that. The bad guy? No, the leader of the the Chinese army that she's like because mm-hmm. she's like
4: the guy that she's under. You know, that is like her commander or whatever. Did you do that whole song?
0: Sure. Yeah. That
3: sounds right. He also just voiced Master Splinter, didn't he?
2: Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. In the new movie, which I really want to see. But like the original like Chinese audio, if you go on to like Disney Plus and you like change it to Chinese audio, it's Jackie Chan voicing that guy.
0: Whoa.
4: Okay. Does that guy beat, me, beat anyone
3: up with a ladder? No, just like a staff and like a sword and stuff. It's just voice acting. Oh, It's, yeah. not, it's probably a lot easier for him. Right. Yeah.
0: Doesn't have to do his own voice stunts. Doesn't
3: Doesn't have to break his ankles <laughs> yeah, to make a movie. Jump across the whole streets. Fuck, I love Jackie Chan. But,
0: is that all your recommendations?
3: Yeah, that, that was a weird ride, but
4: no. yeah.
3: we got there. That's all I got. Russell's got a do not recommend.
4: Russell! I
1: made an unfortunate mistake. Uh-huh. I watched The Flash.
2: I mean, we knew what was going to happen, right? We were going to watch it at some point.
1: Yeah. I didn't watch it yet. but I, My personal protest was to not watch it in theaters and to not watch it on day of release on streaming, which I was successful in. I watched it like day six or something.
2: I didn't even know it was out on streaming. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it
1: came out like last Thursday on streaming. Um, so I woke up this morning, couldn't sleep, was looking for something to watch. and I came across Flash and I was like, I still have my reservations, but at this point I'm not really going to impact anything, so I'm going to watch it. Then I watched it, and yes! Shane, th- 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 uh, replying to you from like 10 weeks ago. Oh yeah. Uh the CGI does look like PlayStation 2 graphics. Uh-huh. It is atrocious.
2: The more mo- the more videos I see on like Instagram, I'm like, holy
1: shit, what did yeah. they do? Dude, it is bad. Uh kind
0: of sounds like something I'd watch though.
1: Jesus Christ, Dave. Yeah. Dude, not, not even in like a fun way. Oh, well, never mind. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. Like. There was also some weird choices that were still made when they had time to edit out while Ezra Miller was going through all of the drama. Yeah. Like, there's an opening scene, and then he's, like, getting ready to do his Flash thing, and he's in pose, and then these teenage girls on the side of the road, like, interrupt him and are, like, this like culty fans of him. Uh Uh-huh. And so it, like, dissipates the Flash uh, emblem on the screen, the title screen. And then they, like, go on this, like, oh, my God, we fucking love you. Like, we'll do anything for you tirade thing. And I was like, that, you guys should have, like, edited this out, A, because it's dumb. Because then after they're done doing their thing, it flashes back the Flash title screen, and then he runs. mm mm-hmm. um, And so... But also, it's, like... Too close to real life. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it was uh, awkward. I was like, "Ooh, Just this a is little
3: weird." Tone deaf.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it and sounds like. So then it flashes. So then the flash pops up, and then he like runs, and he's basically Alfred has called him to come help Batman. Uh, and so he shows up at this hospital, and Alfred's like, "The whole building's gonna collapse," and he's like, "I don't know. The building looks fine." And then the building collapses. And there's, like, 12 babies that fall out of a window upstairs. (laughs) What? someone just throwing babies out of a window? Well, the building starts collapsing, and, like, all of the, like, carriages that the babies are in, like, roll out of the building. It's like a hospital. It has a hospital in it. I don't even think that the whole building is a hospital. (laughs) Like, it didn't make any sense. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, so all these babies fall out, and then this is a whole scene about him saving babies. And I was like, I, did, uh, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so then did you uh, want him not to save the babies. No, I wanted them to not have any of this opening sequence because it's all fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, yeah. So then he like saves all the babies and he like can't touch the babies because he'll like explode them. Right. So he's like trying to gently cradle them into things. And one of the things he gently cradles one of the babies into is a microwave. Uh. And and then after the scene is over and he has saved all the babies, the microwave dings. And that's the humor of the movie. Mm. The microwave not plugged into anything that didn't actually cook the baby still dings as if it's done that's so fucking stupid yeah no dude the whole movie is <laughs> like that and i would also say because like the thing was that I, I kept reading was like oh michael keaton's worth it in this movie michael keaton saved this movie no the fuck he didn't he doesn't do anything yeah he's like there and he like repeats some lines from batman and he's in the movie i don't even think he gave a fuck about the movie <laughs> but. uh sick yeah yeah and the script makes absolutely no sense cuz they do this whole flashpoint and they do another thing too that is <laughs> that kind of pissed me off but uh so they basically they do this whole sort of flashpoint paradox thing and they keep talking about paradoxes but they never make the paradoxes make sense and yes there's like five paradoxes in the movie but calling out those paradoxes as paradoxes and still never making them make sense does not redeem the fact that you couldn't figure out how to write time travel in this movie. Sick. And it's fucking awful. That sounds great. There's like a super shitty explanation by, like, Michael Keaton's Batman about the time travel, mm-hmm. and it's also just one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Like... I, I this movie is terrible. I want to watch it so that I can understand how bad it is.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> let's watch it. I'm gonna give it a two.
1: <laughs> I thought it was fun. That's what I. <laughs> they got made, so I might give it a three. But then, like the visual effects, they did not spend a lot of time on, mm-hmm. so it's probably a two. I probably agree with you without you having seen the movie. Mm.
0: Let's all go around and rate it. <laughs>
1: We just went we back in seen. time and
0: watched it. <laughs> <laughs> but
5: yeah, that yeah, doesn't so, sound good.
1: Yeah, I, so, I mean, I I have to do not recommend The Flash for a variety of reasons. Um, what about all the cameos? Stupid. <laughs> there was a whole and bunch of And why cameos? the cameos are there makes me mad. Because they literally, like... You'll probably know what I'm talking about, mm. but I'm trying not to, like, spoil it for you, mm. but they, like, hardcore cucked the MCU mm. in this movie, mm-hmm. and I think that's the only reason they still released it. Uh-huh. Mm. Do you know, like, the primary plot points of the
4: movie already? Eh, kind of. Okay. So, like,
1: you know the Convergence stuff? Yeah. Okay. Hardcore cucked. That's the only reason they didn't cancel this movie. I'm convinced cuz they were like fuck you Marvel. Which like Marvel's done a good job fucking themselves anyway, so I don't know why <laughs> he bothered. I mean, they did that in the comics already. They like did the same storyline while
2: uh Secret Re- or Secret Wars was happening. Yeah. They like did the same thing. It was like was it the
1: exact same thing?
2: Uh, I don't remember. I didn't read all of it. I just read like one or two issues and I was like this is stupid yeah yeah it's real bad and then they uh, literally called it the convergence oh really
4: yeah Jesus Christ yeah yeah it's dumb Uh, and then last critique of the movie
1: uh Ezra Miller like decided the Flash was autistic in between this and the last Justice League movie Mm. I think Cause he like Is not the same character that he was In Justice League Which I mean different director and stuff so okay But like it is like Wildly different
4: Cool Yeah Let's
0: Let's go watch it guys Right <laughs> after this we're gonna watch it No.
1: Everything I said was supposed to make you not wanna watch it Dave
0: I'll watch anything with my friends <laughs>
1: It probably would have been more fun if I wasn't watching it by myself because, like, Shane and I would have made fun of the movie the whole time. Yeah.
4: I would have helped. You should have just woke me up at four in the morning or whatever. How far Uh, were you when I went to work? An
2: hour. An hour? Mm. That's two and a half hours long. That's so long for a shitty movie. For a movie about a guy that goes fast.
0: I yeah. it. <laughs> why is the movie like forty five minutes?
3: I see what you did there. <laughs> I'd watch a flash movie.
2: It's only like two minutes long. Yeah. It's like, I went back in time and fucking killed that guy. It's fine. Yeah. So right before he did the crime. <laughs> didn't yeah. happen. The
1: end. The end. Flash. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty dumb. Oh, and then the stinger is, like,
2: Is the stinger the Clooney stinger? Is that
1: the stinger? No. No? That's just the end of the movie? Yeah, that's just the end of the movie. What was the stinger? That's literally the end of the movie. Like, there's not even any resolution. Yeah, and there's, like, tooth falls out? Yeah.
2: That's so fucking stupid. It looks awful, too. It, like, literally looks like somebody, like, cut his tooth out in, like, premiere pro and then they just like dragged it down (laughs) (laughs) i swear to god that's what it looks like dude they didn't they weren't just like okay just like drop this out of your mouth they were just like just dragging on it in on a computer and just like record my movement and then that's what they put in it that's how bad the effects are everything i've seen has looked awful
1: yeah the so the stinger is the stinger isn't anything of consequence it's basically just him and aquaman walking out of a bar and aquaman's like super trashed uh-huh and i don't know what the fuck voice jason momoa was doing but it's like not even i i almost thought they used someone else's voice because he's like doing a weird voice thing like hmm. na- beyond the just being drunk thing like, weird. It's it was super weird and it's dumb. I wonder if
2: he like cares about anything anymore. It seems like he's just having fun. <laughs> yeah, I think so.
1: I respect that. I think he's just like, "Can we get the lobo, please?" There's a bunch <laughs> of videos
2: of him in the snake pit at
1: the LA show for the or the
2: LA Metallica shows. Oh really? Yeah. Like he was in the pit in the snake pit. Yeah. But he's also at a, in Pantera, I think, too. Did he go to the Pantera show? Yeah. That's how, so, uh, um, Metallica beat, uh, Taylor Swift's record at the, whatever that stadium is in LA. SoFi. SoFi Stadium. Oh, SoFi. Uh, because their stage has a pit in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So they could fit like several thousand more people More in. people in. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah.
5: Right, kind
4: of surprised the, the Metallica
1: two... show still sells out though. Why? Oh, I'm the only one with that sentiment. All right, it's Metallica, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I they still play guess, their yeah. old stuff. So. For yeah, for yeah. reference, I got dragged to the Offspring last Friday, and uh, I would have preferred to not see them live.
2: Mm. I don't think I've ever liked seeing Offspring live. Oh, really? Some several years ago, I was I thought, like meh. Well, that was just because they got old.
4: I mean, I feel like they've been old for
2: a while. They were kind of older. <laughs> the lead singer's 57. <laughs> really? The Damn. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't one of the guitarists older, though? Wasn't Noodles older than that? Do you know? No? No, I don't know much well, about them. I don't know how old Noodles was.
0: I know my friend's got a boyfriend, and he hate, she hates that dick.
4: Song. <laughs> oh bloody Oh bloody uh,
3: Second <laughs> Keep them separated
2: We are just Killing it right yep, now We're doing great It's
3: a song about my balls <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's only 60 Anyway I mean only Still pretty old That's
0: pretty old for punk rock Yeah Um. Yeah So that's in You do not recommend or so you're gonna rant more
1: No I'm good Cool. <laughs> ramble.
0: I, I didn't mean that. Yeah, ramble barn. I didn't mean that like mm. shitty. Sh- I didn't take it shitty. Good. <laughs> Cause I sometimes just say shit.
2: Uh all right. What we got next, Shane? Dude, you're not even fucking the show up. and It's still a train wreck just because you're on. <laughs>
3: I'm distracting, apparently. <laughs> yes, look at him. Ah, that glorious beard. Oh, my
2: God. I've had a page for know. like an
3: hour. <laughs>
2: Dave, <laughs> Dave what, what's in your VCR this week? Uh, I have two things that are in my VCR. <laughs> Never mind. Separately, because you can't have them. Yeah, you similar. can't put two in once. No. Yeah. So uh, a CD look. changer. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet, though, and huge.
3: <laughs> Sorry, my, my mind's in the gutter.
0: Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. So last week, I watched a movie from 1984 called Streets of Fire. It was directed by Walter Hill, it was the guy that did The Warriors. Okay. Oh, okay. So like, okay, cool. Uh and listen to this cast. Uh it's uh Diane Lane, mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. All right. Rick Moranis, All right. Bill Paxton, Hell yeah. Leaving Okay, from fear. Sure. I mean, that's really the main cast, or the main people, but yes, it's like huge cast. Uh, I'll just go ahead and read the synopsis. A mercenary is hired to rescue his ex-girlfriend, a singer who has been kidnapped by a motorcycle gang. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's really the movie. All right. Uh, so the, my, the tape says a rock and roll fable. So I'm like, hell yeah, this is going to be sweet. It was okay. (laughs) It wasn't as sweet as I wanted it
2: to be. Dave was tricked by the marketing.
0: I was. I'm like, fuck yeah, rock and roll. Willem Dafoe is a bad guy motorcycle gang. Remember? Uh, Yeah, it's just pretty forgettable. Okay. But like, I was like reading into it. I'm like, oh, dude, I love the Warriors. This is going to rule. Yeah. And it doesn't rule. (laughs) It's not like awful, it's just like nothing really exciting happens. Mm. I wanted more like rock and roll and mm. it was more just like this dude in a trench coat with a shotgun like I'm gonna get my ex-girlfriend back I'm a big tough guy and that's like the whole movie okay so yeah uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 68% I think that's pretty high I'd give it like <laughs> a 50 wow. <laughs> wow
3: look at you not liking things right
0: I didn't it's hate it but it's just like this is not what I it's wanted impressive. The cover looked really sweet, and so I hype I hype myself up from the
2: cover. Yeah, I'm proud of you, buddy. Thanks, bud. I'm
0: Getting well
3: rounded.
0: Yeah, well rounded. Yeah. This week in my VCR, I watched a movie that I forgot to look up the year.
2: Um, <laughs> so well prepared. Yep. It's almost like we do the show every week. You would think that. Some Mm -hmm. of us do. Oh
0: my god. Fucking cocksucker. That was good. That was good. (laughs) It was good. good. Holy shit. Go fuck yourself, but that was good. Uh, 1988 was this movie. Yeah. Fuck Russell. Um, Directed by Wes Craven. Fuck Russell was directed by. (laughs) Yeah, fuck Russell. Fuck yeah. Let me watch it. The movie's called The Serpent and the Rainbow. <laughs> okay. Uh Wes Craven directed it. It's got Bill Pullman in it. Okay. Um the synopsis of that one is the anthropologist goes to Haiti after hearing rumors about a drug used by black magic practitioners to turn people into zombies. Oh fuck. Dude. Yeah. It's a wild movie. <laughs> uh it is ba- it's apparently based off a, a book, a nonfiction book about an anthropologist that went to Haiti and claims that he was poisoned and buried alive and stuff. Like they later realized that wasn't true, but um
2: <laughs> it was a fiction was later... book written and portrayed as a nonfiction book. Yeah. That's actually kind of a dope, like, Thing, dope not thing. not not a dope thing to do, but like kind of a cool cool idea. Cool idea, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. It's really good. It's uh, Bill Pullman plays a uh, anthropologist who discovers this drug and yeah. goes to Haiti and runs into wild shit. Like he has like these weird wild nightmares that eventually like is this a nightmare? Yeah, and um, at one point he gets a big nail. Nailed through his scrotum. Ah,
3: yeah. You don't really doesn't show it, but like, oh.
5: <laughs> <Whoa. laughs>
3: no one watched the Pain Olympics. Oh, oh yeah. fuck you.
2: <laughs> I thought that was just oh, a part
3: of growing up.
2: Don't Google BME Pain Olympics. <sighs> that's
3: bad. That in my core
1: memories.
0: <laughs> but yeah, The Serpent and the Rainbow. It's a pretty wild movie. It's very, it's pretty creepy. There's some pretty cool special, like special effects, like you know, Mm. voodoo. It talks about voodoo a lot, obviously. Yeah. Um. So a lot of that. There's a lot of weird, like black magic rituals and gross stuff. Yeah. Some zombies. I'm into it. It
2: sounds cool. Yeah,
0: it's pretty cool. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Sorry. Sounds watchable. Yeah, it was pretty watchable. It's Wes Craven too. He's yeah. done a lot of shit other than just the nightmare movies. Oh yeah, for sure. People under the stairs. You guys seen that one?
1: Yes. With mm-hmm. Wes Craven. That's pretty. That good movie one. terrified me as a kid.
0: Yeah, because there's people under the stairs.
1: Yeah, scary. We didn't have any stairs. They don't
0: ever get out. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives this one a sixty-two percent. I'd give it probably a seventy. Yeah. Probably seventy percent on the Dave Tomato scale.
1: Okay,
0: okay. Yeah, those are my two
2: VCR The Devometer.
0: Okay. <laughs> the div- the Devometer? <laughs> I love that.
1: <laughs> the Dave Amato scale? So, both great. What I heard was World War Z, the book, was not as original of an idea as
4: we were told it was. I mean, it's Maybe? a
1: zombie book, so. Yeah. Yeah. But it it's written from the point of being a nonfiction book, portrayed as a fiction book. Yeah, and it's kind of about an anthropologist <laughs> that goes and discovers zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: But yeah, check it out. It's pretty cool. Sweet.
2: So that's all you had in your VCR this week. That's all I have for my VCR. So you know what that means. What does that mean?
0: It's time for Hanging Big Brain with Dave! Hanging Big Brain with Dave! You guys ready? Yeah, sure. Ready. I got a real fun game, guys. Fuck yeah. This is a 80s one-hit wonder quiz. Oh, shit. All right. I have 10 questions. Okay. All multiple choice.
3: Are we going to wait? To hear the multiple choice.
2: I prefer that you did, but I can't stop
0: you.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah, you can. You can stop us. You can be like, no, wait. Okay, then you what? No, wait. Okay. All right. right.
1: Uh, like, but first, we need a hard answer on this. <laughs> <laughs> first, I need buzzers. Shane,
0: what's your buzzer? Uh,
4: Never gonna give you one. Perfect. Perfect buzzer.
0: Russell, what's your buzzer? Bang, bang. Perfect. Mike, what's your buzzer? Oh, oh. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Alright, you guys ready? Yeah. Question number one. This is a common trivia question. Why did I put that in there? <laughs> <But> we- <laughs> which group sang Video Killed the Radio Star, the video from which was the First video ever played on MTV. Was it A the tubes? B Buggles C the Vapors or D Minute Work?
2: Never gonna give you a Shane Uh Minute Work? Incorrect. Yeah. Bang bang. Russell. The
0: Bugles Correct. I think it it's just Buggles.
2: One, is it just one G or two? Bug? It's two Gs. Oh. Mm. Buggles. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad no, I chose buggles? that yeah. for
3: my sound and I didn't know who it was.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: uh. I,
3: don't,
2: I don't know. Eighties random pop music, so it's fine. I'm, I'm going to lose this one.
4: Russell got that one right.
2: Woo. Sort of. Pick it
0: up. Pick it up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Damn I also have zero it's fine (laughs) Question number two Uh, Her real name is Antonia Christine uh, basilata. and she was A singer and choreographer whose only Major hit was this cheery song The hit number one in 1982 Is it A Mickey B Maneater
4: C My Sharona Or D Physical. Bang, bang. Oh, <laughs> Russell! Uh, to Mickey. Correct! Correct! Good job, Russell. Yeah. Oh,
0: Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey,
2: Mickey. Oh, duh,
3: no, duh, duh, that's all duh, we da, can do. Da, da, da,
2: da,
0: <laughs>
5: <play>. <laughs>
2: Cease and desist. <laughs> We did not write BMI to ask if we could use that. <laughs> Alright, Russell's killing it, dude. I
1: Ending don't it. know that two points is killing it. But for Russell it killing is killing it. Oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why am I mean to Russell? Today? Right. What did I
2: do to be mean to Russell? Why? Whew. Why?
0: Uh, <laughs> that
2: was <laughs> hilarious.
0: <laughs> Number three. Uh despite his childlike title. 99 Red Balloons was the English version of which which war protest protest song sung by this German artist in 1984
4: Is it A Bromstein B Tinka C Nina or D Scorpions Bang bang Russell Nina Correct Damn, dude. Hi.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know
2: how you're joking how
0: I give him, like, I was, like, need a printout because he's Googling everything? Yeah. I think he might have Googled
2: this. Yeah, he asked about what, what the, the quiz was about before we
1: started the I show. I Google anything. He was fucking mm-hmm. cheating.
2: Russell's cheating.
1: That's not only told me, 80s. I didn't know it was about, like, my favorite genre ever, which is one-hit wonders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Apparently. I didn't know that was your thing. Uh, number four. This Canadian synth pop's only top 10 hit in the US was the eccentric song, The Safety Dance, which is accompanied by an even more eccentric video with a medieval theme. Is it A, Human League, B, Flock of Seagulls, C, Arcadia, or D, Men Without Hats? Bang, bang. Russell!
1: Men Without Hats.
0: Correct!
3: I mean, correct! Correct! (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was. Really? Yep.
4: That's the one I knew without having to like look yeah. it up. <laughs>
0: uh Russell's winning by a lot. Uh question number
2: 5. He's winning by 4. Yeah,
0: which is a lot. Uh, Norwegian pop group, aha, used the process of rotoscoping in their video for what song released in 1985, their only number one hit in the United States? Is it A, take on me? B, the sun always shines on TV? C, hunting high and low? Or D, train of thought? Oh, oh. That was Mike. A. Correct!
3: Take, take on me.
0: Mike's on the board. Pick it up, Russell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what the fuck? He's
0: winning. <laughs> i you want me to sweeten
2: off scot-free? <laughs> I was already feeling bad. <laughs> Love you, Russell. I-, I knew that one at least. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell when we made eye contact.
3: I was like, I gotta
2: be quick. <laughs> I could feel the tension when
0: I was reading that. Uh number six, uh, come on, Eileen. Hey, hey. Which charted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1983 Was the only successful U.S. hit for this British group With an odd name Was it A The The B Naked Eyes C Dexie's Midnight Runners Or D Thompson Twins
3: Mike Dexie's Midnight Runners
4: Correct! Sorry.
1: That <laughs> uh, look Russell gave him. Holy shit. Jesus. Damn. <laughs> I was only willing to give
3: up one point. <laughs> I have to not be wrong the rest of the time to beat you. Shane pick it up.
0: Uh number hey, 7. There it is. <laughs> number 7. Uh despite having an earlier number 5 hit in the US, This Austrian pop singer who sang Rock Me Amadeus in 1985 is still looked upon as a one-hit wonder in the U.S. Is it A, Falco, B, Talk Talk, C, After the Fire, or D, Ultravox? oh uh -oh. Mike! A,
3: Falco.
1: Correct! Got some competition. Good job, Mike. (laughs)
3: Amadeus, Amadeus. Uh, Amadeus. You know, I don't know that song. You don't know that song? You don't know, I don't know that know. song. God, it's a good this
2: one. This is not this my one. quiz. No, not. <laughs> like, only one of them I got beat. <laughs> the rest of them I didn't know. <laughs> well, I think I knew like two of them, but I just didn't even try. Number eight.
0: This new wave band from England Made song waves With it's 1980 hit Turning Japanese Which some believe contain lyrics With various sexual euphemisms (laughs) Some believe (laughs) Is it A. The Tubes B. The Vapors C. Real Life Or D. Erasure
3: Oh, Oh Mike Is it The Vapors? Correct!
2: It is the vapors. I guessed I on that one. I would have guessed <laughs> correctly, but I didn't buzz in.
3: I know the song, but I, I did didn't know, know who it was by. Yeah. That song's about jerking off. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Some might say. Some might say that. <laughs> <laughs> we would say.
0: <laughs>
3: <clears throat>
0: Number nine If You Leave, which was recorded in, in 1986 for the soundtrack to the John Hughes film Pretty in Pink. Was the only top five hit in, this, in the U.S. for this English synth pop group. Is it A, The Human League, B, Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, C, A Flock of Seagulls, or D, Heaven 17? Never gonna give you up. Shane! A.
4: Incorrect. Mm. Anybody else?
0: What were the options again? Uh, a was the Human League, uh, B Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, C A Flock of Seagulls, or D Heaven Seventeen. Bang bang, Russell B, correct. Hmm. Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Huh. It's a pretty dumb name.
3: Well. <laughs> sounds sexy. It I does sound they, a little sexy.
1: I thought they had more hits than that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've never sorry.
0: heard of them. Sorry, Russell's favorite band, didn't mean to shit Jesus on them, sorry. Christ. Uh uh last question, number 10. The synthesizer heavy instrumental Axel F was the theme song for the movie Beverly Hills Cop and reached number three on the U.S. Billboard charts in 1984. It was composed and produced by which German artist? Oh, my God. Was it A. Herbert... (laughs) Grunmeier?
4: B. Harold Fultmeyer. C. Joachim Witt.
0: Or D... Tachotronic. Never gonna give you a <laughs> Shane D. Incorrect. Oh, damn it. <laughs> bang bang. <laughs> Russell B. Correct. I got blanked. Harold Faltermeyer.
3: Uh, Faltermeyer. Fol- yeah. I, I didn't get it the first time you said it. <laughs> I want to know what Joe Chim was.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that said that right.
3: Hmm. I want to say Joaquim. <laughs>
0: that's probably Joaquin. <laughs> I don't what? Know. what? I don't think that's
3: Joaquim. Zhao Chim. <laughs> Doesn't sound very German. Let me see. J O A C H I M. I think that's Joaquim.
2: Maybe. Know? Like a weird wa- spelling of Joaquin.
3: Yeah. Yeah. With an M, not like Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Yeah, you should see how my mom spells walking phoenix. It's like W A L K E E N. Walking. So, uh who won?
0: Um, let me let me run the numbers again. Hold on. Beep, 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 Turns out it was Russell won Good job, bud.
1: Oh fuck.
0: Yeah, good job, buddy.
1: Thanks. You got one. <laughs> Finally
0: got one. <laughs> Shane, what's what do you like? I'll I'll do it for next quiz. Nope.
2: <laughs> well, that's fine.
0: Um, since that's the end of the quiz.
2: Yeah. You know what that means, Shane? No, what what does that mean? I mean it's the
3: end of the show. Boo. Yeah, I know. That's lame. Yep. Oh. I can go to the bathroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope. You gotta stand up for another hour.
3: <laughs> Dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is the DQP Weekly. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been, yep, boy! Yep, boy! And with me, as always, Shane Nasty.
2: Ew, that's gross!
0: A.K.A. The Shane Dog! Oh, oh! I did the wrong order, but whatever. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> also with us is Russell the Love Muzzle. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Whoa. mm uh-huh. <laughs>
0: I lost my train of thought, uh, aka producer
1: Russell. Thanks for joining us on the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network. Please join us on all your social media pages by searching Drafty Quarters, Drafty Quarters Productions, or Drafty Quarters Podcast Network. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's not called Twitter anymore. It's called X. Always forget that because it's so, uh, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> formerly known as Twitter prince uh he is a prince i guess i don't know anymore uh anyway Mm -hmm. follow us on all the social media pages uh we have content for you there uh and please join us on patreon where we are uploading our backlog we will start with dqp does the mcu uh, we have a few episodes up now. You can join for one dollar. One, one dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> also, send us comments, concerns, thoughts, uh, what you would like to see us review on DQP Does, uh, different things that you would like us to talk about on the show, uh, or if you have any recommendations or any stories that you want us to tell or publish, uh, please email us at drafteq at and you can find our wish list in the show notes. Thank you for sending gifts and please continue.
4: Yeah, that's super cool, you guys. We appreciate it. Also with us Trainwreck Mike.
5: Ah!
0: <laughs> We're burning alive. <laughs> this is my favorite one to
2: do. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I, sh- I should have
3: put a crash in there. It was kind of <clears> just...
2: Let me video this while you burn to death.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you for coming, Mike. Yeah,
3: thanks for having me.
0: Always, buddy. Um. Well, I guess that's it, right? Huh? I guess we'll catch you on the flip side. And don't let You're your me-lo. Wolf. Bye. <gasps> Bye.